Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. My name is Caitlin Unland, and I am the host of your favorite podcast, also known as Be That Girl. Okay, why did that just make me get out of breath? Literally, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm breathing heavy just saying that. (sighs) I think it's because I'm laying down and I'm too lazy to get up right now, so I'm recording this laying down. But I've had a long two weeks, so I'm just taking some time to relax. So this is what y'all are going to get this week. Last Monday, actually two Mondays ago, was my first week back to work for the new school year. And it literally was a shock to my system. But like more importantly, it really reminded me of why I chose the career that I did. Let me explain. Students came back this Monday, but each year teachers have to come back a whole week early for a week of like meetings, plan time, getting your classroom together, and getting to collaborate with other teachers. Teachers. And each year during this week, I am literally reminded why I hate corporate jobs or any job really where I would have to deal with adults all day long. (laughs) Like the pettiness, the passive aggressiveness, the hour-long meetings that quite literally could be taken care of through a two-paragraph email, the fake small talk, all of that, it, no, no, it doesn't do it for me. I legitimately can't stand it. It's not who I am as a person and it physically pains me to actually have to do it. But when it comes to spending all day with like my students, I'm literally a completely different person. I teach high school. So even while these kids are going through like a big transition period of their lives, you know, they have all their raging hormones and all that shit. The demographic makeup of my school, most of my kids come from really rough home lives. And regardless of all of that, they still come to school every single day, happy to be alive. And they literally make me laugh nonstop. You don't know how refreshing that is. Don't get me wrong. They literally infuriate me at times and can also be extremely annoying. Like I love to tell them all the time, but I love them with my whole heart and teacher work week every year makes me so thankful that I get to spend all day with these kids who are happy and full of life and not bitter ass adults. (laughs) Check back in with me after like two more weeks when like the newness of the school year wears off. My answer might change once I get to know my students more. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Maybe. Anyway, I can't wait to share more of my crazy teaching stories with you guys this year. You know I love to talk about my students. They teach me a lot. So another reason I wanted to be a teacher was for the summers off. Work smarter, not harder, right? I still get paid in the summer, and I get almost three months of the whole year off. That's amazing. This summer was technically my first quote-unquote teacher summer, and it really actually made me realize how much I love having routine. Physically and mentally, my body literally craves having a routine. And so does yours. So this week, we're going to talk about the importance of having routines and how to get into them. Throughout last school year, I really thrived. I had my alarm set at the same time every day. 
working out four times a week, having certain times of the day that my Lua Grace knew that was going to be dedicated to her for playtime. This summer made me realize that I function a lot better when I'm busier. June comes around and I was no longer working full time, but I was teaching online summer school. So I'd get up in the mornings, I would go work out, go work at the school for three to four hours, come home, lay out, play with Lua, and then go teach Pilates at night. And that worked amazing for me because my body quickly adapted from like my normal routine during the school year to this new modified summer one. The problem was that summer school ended at the end of June. So I had the entire month of July and first two weeks of August to really do whatever my heart desires, which actually to most people would sound like a dream, right? And don't get me wrong. It was nice. I got to go to the pool almost every single day that it was sunny and lay out. I got to spend so much time with Lua, which was amazing since I don't get as much time with her during the school year. And I am extremely thankful to be in a position where I get to have summers off. But this summer also made me realize like it was a struggle for me. And it made me realize that in the future, I really need to do better with my time. It's easy to do better with my time when I'm busy. But even when I don't have a whole lot going on, I need to do better with my time. The first week of July wasn't bad. I was still eating pretty healthy, hitting all my workouts. And then after that, it just really started to go downhill. I got lazy. I started to skip workouts. I started to eat crazy. And actually, I put a couple pounds on in just a few short weeks. And really, I really have no excuse for that because I was having, I had nothing to do. Like literally, I would teach Pilates for a couple hours a week, but that was out, that was about it. But to me, that was the issue. Everything about my normal routine was ripped away from me. So I had to somehow fill my time and I filled it with being lazy. (laughs) Moral of the story is that this summer showed me that even if I'm not in the routine that I'm used to, it's important to quickly adapt and be able to find a new routine. Our bodies crave routine. Our brains crave routine. We're all a little bit more productive when we have a routine. Routines don't have to be a 10-step morning routine or skincare routine or whatever that you see all over social media. A routine can literally be, I wake up every single morning at 6.30 a.m., I go to the gym, and then the rest of my day after that varies. But one constant that I know I will always have is that 6.30 alarm and that 7 a.m. gym, you know? Like anything like that is still considered a routine. And that's what I think I kind of struggled with over the summer. I know I'm not the only one to struggle with getting into a routine, so I thought this would be the perfect episode for all my ladies on how to get into a routine. It's never too early to start a new routine or to add anything into your current routine. So first things first, let's discuss why having a routine is so important to all of our lives. First off, having a routine helps you get better sleep at night, if you follow the sleeping part of your routine, of course. What I mean is, at least during like the work week, if you're going to sleep and waking up around the same time every day, your body will adjust to this new sleep schedule and get so much better rest. I know we've all heard the, I'm just not a morning person, or I can't stay up past 9 p.m. I'm definitely a member of the 9 p.m. club. I really like that 9 p.m. mark. But realistically, we can change that. We can make our bodies do whatever we want. We might not be happy about it. We might still be crabby late at night or early in the morning, but you can adjust your body to a new sleep schedule. So stop making excuses. Realistically, Choose a sleep schedule that works best for you and stick with it, whether that's early or late in the morning, you know? Having a healthy sleep schedule is one of the biggest influences on like your stress level, skincare, anxiety levels, productivity levels, and more. Another big positive that comes with having a routine is increased energy levels. 
your body's energy ebbs and flows and cycles, especially if you're a woman, you know, obviously we bleed for a week straight each month. Sorry if that grossed you out, but it's true. So if you stick to a constant routine, it will know, your body will know when you need more energy and when you maybe don't need as much, you know, and it can take a little bit of a break. Another positive would be your mental sharpness and your performance level. When your mind isn't like all over the place thinking about a million different things all at once, it is able to perform at a much higher level on a consistent basis. You'll be able to focus on the one task at hand instead of 5,000 things in your head. You can execute that task at a high level and quickly move on to the next. Lastly, and arguably the most important pro of having a routine is how it affects your mental health. Many of us get stressed out when it comes to making big, big decisions, which is me. I don't like making big decisions. I, it takes me a long time to make a big decision. So whenever I know that I have like a day of decisions coming up, I'm like, oh, I think I'm just going to spend the day in bed, <laughs> if y'all know what I mean. But if you have a daily routine, it actually, if you think about it, will drastically limit the amount of decisions that you have to make on a daily basis, which takes a lot of stress off your plate. Not only that, but planning out your days in advance gives you the opportunity to program other things that you may love into your free time, which, you know, obviously is going to give you just a little bit of like a serotonin boost. It's going to make you happier. So now that we have talked about why routines are so important, I'm going to give you guys the five steps that I use to plan out my days and even my weeks. As I always say, I am not a professional. I'm not a routine specialist. I don't know what you would really call that, like a life coach maybe. I'm none of the above. But this is how I went from being a hot motherfucking mess to really being so overly organized and a huge fan of structure and honestly just being so much more productive than I would have ever thought that I would be. These steps helped me organize my life so much. I have so many friends and family that always comment on how just productive that I always am. And how much I just get shit done. Like, I'm a get shit done girl. That's how I always describe myself to people. Now, I'm not going to lie. Part of it is that my anxiety quite literally won't allow me to not get stuff done. But we'll talk about that another time. Today, we're just going to act like it's, you know, I'm just super organized and structured. <laughs> so first off, there's a lot of digital apps out there that can help you organize your life. Honestly, it will be different for everyone, kind of what works the best. For me, literally, I use my notes app on my phone. I literally write out each day of the week and program each day of the week, every Sunday night. I know there's like legit apps that will help you. Some people use Google Calendar. Some have like to-do list apps. There's like step-by-step -step ones. Whatever it may be, whether it's your notes, an actual app, a, a physical like to-do list, whatever it is, find an app or a physical calendar that like works for you. Set, <laughs> oh gosh. I got through like a whole 10 minutes of this podcast without stuttering. So that's like a record for me, honestly. You guys, you give me props for that. But step two, set aside some planning time. And it does not need to be that much. Even just like a little 30-minute chunk is enough. You could do it first thing when you wake up in the morning or if you kind of want to plan your week out in advance, which is what I do. I love doing it, actually. Just take like 30 minutes out of your Sunday night every night to go through every single day of the upcoming week and plan out your day, hour by hour, what you got to do. So like on mine, I can also put um, screenshots on my Insta if you guys want to see what mine looks like. But like, I'll literally put like, well, I'll set my alarms all on Sunday night so that I don't have to worry about having an alarm set during the week. And then I'll be like, okay, 7.25 to 3 p.m. 
work. Take Lua for a walk. Work out at 4.30. Teach Pilates from 5.30 to 7.30. And that's like what one of my days will look like. If I need to do laundry, get groceries, get nails done, literally anything like that, I will schedule it into my day. I will write down nails. I will write down go get groceries, like whatever it is. I have it on there so that I know in my mind, okay, at some point this week, even if I don't end up getting into it that day, it's on my list and I need to complete it by Sunday. So basically, for example, my upcoming Monday and Tuesday look like this. Monday, work from 725 to 3, take Lua to play ball, teach Pilates from 415 to 720. Tuesday, work 725 to 3, take Lua to play ball, work out at 430, pedicure, take Lua to the park for a walk. That way I know I'm getting my Lua time, I'm getting my workout time, and my work done. You can be as broad or as detailed as necessary. I think it just kind of depends on the person. Like for me, the more detailed, the better. That's why I like to put times in mine. I don't think the times are necessarily like necessary, but if they help, they help. I'm also highly motivated by crossing things off my to-do list. So the more that I put on the list, the more opportunity I have to cross things off, which is actually a technique I use with my students. So if you like that feeling of like crossing off something from your to-do list and being like, okay, I'm done with this, moving on to the next, be more detailed because then you're giving yourself more opportunities to accomplish things. It really does help. Third step, try out your new routine or the new app that you're using and give it like a week to see if the method you're utilizing is helping to improve your productivity. And if it's not, then try something else out. It's never too late to try something new, but don't do it like one day and be like, oh, that sucks and never do it again. Really give it like a week. Like, cause if you think about it, you've been in this routine of just being all over the place for so long. If you try to just have a routine for one day, it's going to feel weird. It's going to feel uncomfortable. Give yourself a couple of days of going through the motions and following this routine before you just blow it off. Step four, when you want to start adding new things into your routine, start small. Don't try and shove everything down your throat at once. This is a mistake I see people make all the time in all different types of routines. You'll see it all the time on TikTok going from never working out to seven days a week, going from like super unhealthy eating fast food every day to cutting out anything with sugar or carbs in it. And not all the time. This does work for some people, but majority of the time, if you actually like read into these people's stories, when you do this, you end up falling back into your old ways after a week or two. That's why when you see people go on like these crazy diets, they always end up gaining more weight because it's not sustainable. Like you need to start small and build your way up to that routine. Don't overwhelm yourself. If you want to add something new, do it in chunks or one small step at a time. For example, this one is something that actually like I did and it is now a part of my routine. I hate cardio. I don't believe it in it. No, it's just not for me, but I know that I need it. My heart needs it. So the only way I was going to do any is if it was a routine that I actually liked, which is walking, but I would still rather lay down on the couch than walk, you know? So when I started implementing walking into my daily workout routine, I was like, okay, I'll walk a mile every other day. Then after a few weeks, I upped it to a mile every day. And now, like long story short, where I'm at now, I walk at least two miles every day and it's just another part of my routine that I actually look forward to. It does not have to be an all or nothing, especially at the beginning. Start small and work your way up. With that being said, some people have to do all or nothing And I think it's just important for you to figure out if you're like, okay, work my way up or all or nothing. Just figure out what works for you and follow that. But if all or nothing is not working out for you, don't be afraid to just move through the motions slowly until you get to where you want to be. Last step, 
Step five, if you fall off your routine or mess up or stray from your goals, whatever it may be, do not give up. Just try again the next day. A lot of people are like, oh, I messed up. I like for 75 hard, I did that. And I was like, oh, I messed up on like day 17. Can't do the rest of it. That's so stupid. The next day I could have just woke up and say, all right, I'll redo day 17 and go from there. But I didn't. So I didn't even end up completing the challenge. Not one person on this earth lives an absolutely perfect routine every single day of their life. Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some patience. Just try again. Everyone's routines will look differently and everyone's routines are perfectly fine as long as it works for them. You just have to find what's right for you. As always, thank you so much for listening. I will be back next weekend for another episode. But in the meantime, I have a question for you all that I would love if you guys would send me a DM and shoot me an answer for this question. My Insta is just my name. So Caitlin Unland, K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-U-N-L-A-N-D. And the podcast Insta is just Be That Girl Podcast. DM me on whichever one you feel most comfortable with. But my question is, what has this podcast helped you with the most? Whether it's just kind of helped you like as background noise for your self-care routine, taking some time for yourself, like your confidence, your relationship, literally whatever it is, just send me a DM and tell me why this podcast is important to you. I would love to hear you guys' response because it helps me not only know that like I'm doing this for a reason, but also it helps me with future content that I should put out for y'all based on what you guys like to hear the most or what you guys need to hear the most. Until then, I hope you guys have the best week and I will see you guys next weekend. XOXO, the queen.